Carol Goncher. I work with Donna in the office. And this, this, uh, today's learning, this week's learning is dedicated to the mem memory of Dr. Selma Bokabinder Hinson. All the soldiers in the Israeli army and the hostages and for the immediate release of all the hostages and the success of the army. Um, and with that, I, I and Dino Schneider is going to talk about tefillah in um, times of crisis. So thank you all for joining. And if everyone could mute, themse mute themselves and hold questions until the end. Thank you. So thank you, first of all, for the opportunity to be able to <clears throat> share the Ritara um, from the Shiva, literally being present in the Shiva right now. Um, I think so, I think that tefillah is something which is on our minds in many ways. I think that most of us have had a, maybe I'll just speak for myself and hope that it reflects the experience that other people had as well. Um, tefillah has been over the last more than a month already has been a rocky experience. Um, we've had moments of intense tefillah, of connection of tefillah, and we've had moments of terrible tefillah, of questions of tefillah and efficacy of tefillah. So what I'd like to do over the course of the next couple of days is to explore what it means to daven in this type of situation, in this this type of an istara, this type of crisis. <clears throat> and then eventually what I'd like to get to is perhaps some ideas about how to create a, a more conducive environment for our tefillahs going forward in, in, in the, under these circumstances. I'd just like to point out before we actually get started with what I uh, put together here, that I remember learning there's a sugya in um, discussing the Gemara in the Shulchan Aruch, but what happens if a a person would come to a city and say, you, um, we've chosen, send out a person or we'll kill the entire community. And the Gemara has machlokas about this, but what struck me when I was learning the sugya was some of the Mepharshim on the side of the pages of Shulchan Aruch say, well, our minag is, this is how we passed it in this scenario. And what really struck me was, do we have a minute about this? You know, this has occurred so much in Jewish history that we have a Masar of we have Masar of how to pass and help us. Uh, Shabbos Shilas and Hilkas Kasher Shilas. And these Shilas we also have a Masar about. That was something which really struck me. But I think, at least for me, it creates a, a chizuk of, of some kind and it puts this context into a much broader context of Jewish history and of Masara, where we have, a, we have a, a tradition about what to do in this situation. One of those things is tefillah. The situation we find ourselves in right now, the crisis what we find ourselves in right now, is not unique. Unfortunately, this is something which we've done a lot, we've dealt with a lot in Jewish history, and we actually have a Masara about this. And one of that, one of those is, as we'll, we'll talk about, Tefillah based Sarah. So anyone who's discussing this topic will have to relate to the what they will refer to as the Mahlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. If you look in source number one <coughs> on these uh, these pages, 
the first page. The Rambam writes in his Sefer Mitzvah, in his introduction to, the, to his halachas, the Rambam first enumerates what he believes are the 613 mitzvahs. And the Rambam writes, Hamitzah Hamishisi, the fifth mitzvah is, Shitzivanullah of the Yisala, that we must serve, worship Hashem. That, that the that the, this mitzvah appears a number of times in the Torah. Amar, the Pasuk says, You should serve Hashem. Lots of terms of service of Hashem. <coughs> and then the Ramam says, Even though there could be something very general about this, but says the Rambam, there is a particular point here, which is shoot sibli b'tfila. This is tfila. In other words, what the Rambam is telling us is that the mitzvah, when when the Torah describes the mitzvah of serving Hashem, that is a reference to tfila. The loshin continuing the Rambam, the loshin sifrei, the Medrash says zu tfila to serve Hashem. That is tfila. So what what the Rambam is telling us is that there is a mitzvah on a daraisa level to David. And because the default assumption of all mitzvahs deraisa, unless told otherwise, is that they are done daily, so we have a mitzvah, what emerges from the Rambam, is to daven on a daily basis. Now, you, you might say, but the Gemara in Brachos clearly tells us that tefillah is established by by Chazal, it's a, it's a derabanan. So the Rambam would have to say that true, the form of tefillah is derabanan, but the obligation to daven is a, is, a, is an obligation on their ice level. <coughs> That's the Rambam. However, if you look in source number two, in the Ramban, in his comments on the on, on the Rambam sefer mitzvahs, he disagrees. And and he disagrees on a number of levels. We're just going to look at one snippet. The Ramban says, If we would like to suggest, like the Rambam does, like the Rambam adopts the position, that tefillah is a mitzvah on a Torah level, uh, I would say, says the Ramban, that this mitzvah tefillah is mitzvah it's a mitzvah to daven only in an ace tsar, in a time of crisis. That is the mitzvah. So says the Ramban, I fundamentally disagree with the Ramban when it comes to the mitzvah tefillah. The Ramban does not believe, as this is how most people will frame this, focus, that, there is a, that there is a mitzvah, a daily obligation to daven. There is an obligation to daven whenever crisis comes about. Now, that could be a, a daily obligation. It could be a once-in-a-month obligation. It could be a once-in-a-year obligation. It could be once a decade, if, if we would live in a scenario where we're only in crisis once a decade. That is um, what would be known as the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban on this topic. <clears throat> so first, just to point out, when we get up and daven in our Shon Esrei's, when we say Tehillim, when we say any type of tzila in this moment, in this in this time period, in this scenario, this crisis we find ourselves in, everyone will agree that we are in that we are fulfilling a special mitzvah daraisa. Either the Rambam would say we have an obligation to daven every day, and we are, but even the Ramban, who does not believe there's a daily obligation to daven, would tell us that now there is a, we are fulfilling a mitzvah daraisa because it's an ace tzara. The question would then be. How do we pass him? And furthermore, who cares? At the end of the day, 
either I have an obligation to them, and even either at Salah on a Daraisa level or on a Daraban level, but who cares? <coughs> so the Mishnah Bura in source number three tells us, "Avol das Ramban she ikir mitzvah tilahim b'tivaysofim." The the Ramban's opinion is that tefillah is fundamentally a mitzvah derabanan on a daily basis. There's only a mitzvah deraisa to Davin, says the Ramban, when it is an Isra. And just skipping towards the end, the Chain Iker, and says the Mishra, I believe that's how we pass again. I believe that the halacha follows the Ramban, that there is only a daily obligation, a mitzvah to Davin during an Isra. And many postings seem, says the Mishra, agree to this opinion. So, the question would be, who cares? What difference does it make? So, this is not such a relevant application, but just to flush out a, a application of this. Rav Pincus, in his Sefer Sharon Betzilo, which we'll quote in a few minutes, points out <coughs> that the difference would be, let's imagine for ourselves, this this year on Simcha Sarah morning, if a person had davened Early in Eretz Yisrael, like David and Nate, certainly, uh, certainly in uh, yeah, let's let's say it like that. If a person davened Nate in Eretz Yisrael, and then they only heard a siren or they only heard news in the afternoon, so would they be obligated to daven at that point? According to the Rambam, my I fulfilled my daily obligation to daven when I daven Shachris when I daven Nate, so I have no new obligation to daven. Um, because I've heard sirens, because I've heard of, about what's going on. However, according to Ramban, if I davened Nate, or I davened early and I only heard about what's going on in the afternoon, so what my tefillah prior to hearing the news or hearing sirens would have been a mitzvah derabana. Now, though, that I hear sirens, now that I hear about what's going on, and I turn fashion and I daven, so that would be a mitzvah deraisa. That would, that, then I would have a new obligation to, to go back into Shul or in my in my bomb shelter, wherever I would be, and I would have an obligation to that because now 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 that there has come about um, uh, a sara time of crisis, I have a new obligation to that. That's that's just in terms of fra- framing this issue. <clears throat> just want to point out one other point how to frame this of the, the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ramban. Um, and as we go on over the course of the week, I want to try and develop this and make this more relatable in terms of our, our present situation, but just to understand the, the background. Rosalvechik, in source number four, writes, the controversy between Nachmanides and Maimonides does not revolve around the conjunction of prayer and sorrow. Right? We, may have, we might have said that there's a fundamental machlokis. What is tefillah about? Is tefillah about daily obligation to serve Hashem? Is tefillah about davening in crisis? The Rambam says daily obligation. The Rambam says it's crisis. If you're not in crisis, you don't daven. So says Rav Soloveitchik, that's not what it turns around. That, that's not the point that this whole argument and discussion turns around. They are in agreement that sorrow underlies prayer. Everyone agrees, says Rav Soloveitchik, that <clears throat> what generates an obligation to daven and what drives and fuels our tefillah is Tzara is crisis. They differ, however, about the substance of the experience of Tzara itself. The word mimamakim, which we've been saying maybe daily, maybe multiple times daily, um, of, of from the Malos, is in the plural. And one may speak of two distinct and incommensurate Tzara uh, conceptions, of two ways of falling into the depths. First, the experience of the surface Tzara, the external, objective, impersonal fall. That's what Rav would term what we're in right now. 
there's a there's an obvious crisis. It's external to me. Something came about, and it's obvious. Any outside observer would would say this is crisis. That could be physical. That could be mental. That could be health related. Could be financial. But there's that's I'm in crisis. And second, the experience of depth sorrow, the existential personal fall. Cesar Salvatic, there's a second layer of, of tzara, of crisis, which strikes at the core of my essence. <clears throat> and what, what the Rambam and the Ramban are arguing about claims of Salvatic is what type of tzara necessitates tefillah. According to the Ramban, surface level, outside objective tzara necessitates tefillah. So there's a war going on. There's a need for parnasa. There's a need for a shidduch. There's a need for a shlema. All these types of things generate an obligation to dab it. But says her Salvechik, in the world of the Rambam, there's something much more profound that generates an obligation to daven, and, and means we have to daven every day. And that is that the recognition that every moment is an existential crisis. Every moment of our lives, were we not to have the support of Hashem, well, we would be absolutely lost. And therefore, there, that generates an obligation to daven on a daily basis. I think for our purposes... Whether we look at this from the perspective of the Rambam or the perspective of the Ramban, we find, we, Klal find ourselves in crisis. We find ourselves in, in, in an external crisis. There's an enemy. There's physical danger. <clears throat> but at the same time, we find ourselves in existential crisis. And, and therefore, both from the perspective of the Rambam and according to the Ramban, we have an absolute obligation to daven on a daily basis because that is what that is what necessitates um, tefillah on a daraiz level, a sara, and we certainly meet the criteria. I just want to end by pointing out a um, a line from Rapinkis, where he doesn't doesn't explicitly say the same ideas of salvation, but I think he's driving the same point. I'll just say it outside just for the purposes of time. But he quotes your salvation's uncle, the briskerov, and they said that the briskerov always used to say the phrase lishuasa that he's always looking for <coughs> the the assistance, the, the divine salvation from a Baruch So Cesar Pinkus, why would why was the risk route doing it? So he suggests that the brisk Rav was always saying this phrase, Hashem, because he was hypersensitive to the position of the Ramban. Ramban, who said, tefillah is generated and, and there's an obligation to dab in when I feel myself in crisis. So said, says Rafinkis, must be that the Briskerov felt that whenever he was in, engaged in something, he was giving aid to someone, they needed some advice, he was about to do something somewhat serious. So that was a, a, a level of crisis. It wasn't the big crisis, the war, the Parnassa, but it was a crisis nevertheless. And therefore, he felt that that generated an obligation to dab. In other words, what, what I'm just pointing out <coughs> is that the way Rafinkis interprets the story of the Briskarov matches up exactly, in, in my in my understanding, to what Rosalvich says, that that everybody agrees tefillah is about, an ace tzara is about being in crisis. And, the, and, and therefore, when we find ourselves in crisis, we must dab and we must turn to Gosh Baruch so what I'd like to do, I'd like to stop here for today. What I'd like to do tomorrow is to develop this a little bit more. When is there an obligation? How does that manifest itself? And then eventually what I'd like to get to, as I said, towards, towards the end of the week, is how might we tap into our dabbing and make it maybe a little bit better, maybe tap into the particular um, crisis that we find that we find ourselves in.